1: To to, to me, this this is a travesty to the sport because we go out there on the field and we play the game. And regardless of whether it looks good at the quarterback position, regardless whether we win with offense, whether we win with defense, the name of the game is to win. And that's a reason never before has this not been done, winning a power five conference, going undefeated and not getting into the playoff. So I, I understand we want to look at style points and who are we going to get for the best matchups. But that's not what this is about. This is about understanding to get the four best teams.
0: That is Booger McFarland talking about the elimination of Florida State from the group of four that wind up going to the championship, and Alabama makes it, Texas makes it. Brooke, Kerry, and Randy, and we go to the celebrity line now. And Carl Reed, uh, an epic coach in the St. Louis area, now an analyst for CBS Sports, joins us on One One ESPN. Uh, Carl, always good to have you with us on the show. How you doing this morning?
1: Oh, it's always good to be here, guys. How you doing? We are doing well. Now, I I didn't warn my partners here that you are an SEC homer, so I I know how this conversation is going to go when you have the Alabama team making it into the playoffs where I particularly don't feel that they should have. Florida State undefeated, Alabama one-loss team. Tell me your thoughts about it, although I know. Tell everyone else your thoughts, please. Well, you know,
2: Kerry, there's no way that you're going to lead the SEC out of the playoffs. There was no scenario, whether it's viewed as right or wrong, where the SEC champion a one-loss Alabama was going to get left out of the playoffs. And I could see it coming down the stretch. The only thing that could have changed it is if Travis was not hurt for Florida State. That would have made it a different conversation. But with him being hurt and the way Florida State has looked offensively, since he's been down, there was no way that Alabama was going to be left out of the playoffs.
1: Now, you, you go by Coach Reed. So, I know you, you were a coach at one point. So, you understand the, the basics of football. There are three phases in football. <laughs> you got offense. You got defense. And you got special teams. And that Florida State team defensively and special teams is an elite team. They played extremely well all season long. They beat an LSU team earlier in the season. Beat the beat the brakes off them, 45-24. to 24. So, this is a team playing on their third-string quarterback. A freshman, true freshman. Their second-string quarterback – more than likely, would be back for a playoff run had they been allowed to make it.
2: Yeah, you, you're definitely right. There are three phases to the game, but there's a fourth phase, too, and it's called business. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> they, they Somebody say that. Be, <laughs> Somebody that played in the National Football League like yourself should understand, <laughs> this is thing, right? And nobody wants to watch Florida State second or third string quarterback play against Michigan, and that's just the, that's just the truth. That's the nature of it, and it's unfortunate. I actually picked Florida State at the beginning of the season to win the national championship. I have a tremendous amount of respect for Coach Novell, but I knew that as soon as he went down, that it was going to be ugly for him if those other quarterbacks didn't play well. Now, if the backup quarterbacks had played extremely well and they did not miss a beat offensively, I do think Florida State still would have got in. Coach Reed, I was just laughing over here because I know that that really stung. We were talking about that yesterday. Carrie and I were going back and forth. And you and I, both SEC fans, because as you know, it just means more. Do you think that the committee... (laughs) Carrie hates this conversation so much right now. Now, I think that they made the right decisions. And obviously, you think that Alabama was the right choice. But is there any of the other choices that you were questioning or liked? No, I think that that was the clear choice. I think it was the co- the correct choice, and Brooke, you're right. Kerry does hate it, but it does mean more. I'm going to tell you guys the story of how much more it means, okay? Because I, in, in, what was it, Kerry? It was 2000, 2001, Illinois. Kerry was playing for Illinois. They had a we great don't, We don't have to bring that like, up. No, so we're going to bring it up. <laughs> 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 they, they won the Big Ten. And so I was a student and a college football player at Austin Peay State University in, t- in the state of Tennessee, and I was sitting down with all my ke- my college teammates, and we were about to watch my boy, Kerry Davis, in <laughs> Illinois play in the Sugar Bowl. And I'm in there telling everybody, man, my, my guy is going to get busy. Illinois is going to get busy against LSU tonight. And LSU – pulled Illinois' pants down and took the belt off and beat him like they stole something in the sugar bowl, right? I lost a bunch of money betting that night and Kerry's still haven't paid me back. And he's made enough money to pay me back, right? But if anybody knows that it just means more in the SEC. It's definitely that guy sitting in the studio with you. <laughs> it's ridiculous, oh man. Go
1: what, what happened? From the top 2001 has no nothing to do with what's going on right now. Mm. <laughs> what it does, what it does have to do with though, that the SEC has just kept
2: rolling out national championships. And big game bowl wins. It's just the truth about the truth. It's why the people in the great state of Missouri decided that being in the SEC was
0: necessary. Hey, Carl of the of the four finalists, who's the best team? Alabama. And what makes them Alabama. better than Michigan? Better than Washington? Uh, better than uh, Texas. Texas?
2: They're the only team that has a that has a complete team win in the passing game. They can win running the ball. They have a dynamic quarterback who I don't think anybody has a player like Defensively, they have four guys on the defense that'll be first-round picks. I think that they have the best coach that we've ever had in college football. and In those situations, he has just proven time and time again that he's really, really tough to beat in those situations.
1: I want to shift gears a little bit because yesterday you had uh, your transfer palooza, uh, mm-hmm. which you couldn't join us yesterday because you were talking about all the transfer portal, uh, you know, people that are going in and coming out. What are your thoughts on that right now and how that's going for college football? You got Kyle McCord from from Ohio State, the starting quarterback, deciding to enter the transfer portal before the bowl game even takes place. What are your thoughts on on the state of college football and transfer portal?
2: Well, it's, I mean, it's, it's turning into a complete business. Kyle McCord, Ryan Day said in his Cotton Bowl press conference he would not commit to Kyle McCord as the starter in the Cotton Bowl against the University of Missouri. And 24 hours later, McCord goes in the transfer portal. A lot of pressure on those guys because they haven't beat Michigan. Imagine going 11-1 and, and you lose to Michigan and everybody wants you fired. Everybody wants the quarterback going. and so Ohio State is gonna be in the market. Cam Ward is a guy that, that they're gonna be talking to as well as Dante Moore. So um and, and what's the kid from the Riley Leonard is another guy whose name came up in the conversation yesterday. So if you're a college if you're a high school football player right now, what I would tell you is that you have to really look at what's in front of you and understand how much of a business this is. If you go to a school and you don't play well or you don't play up the standard, there is going to be changes, and they're, and they're going to be immediate and sudden. And so I'm still surprised by going into year five of this how many players are unprepared for the business part of it when the example is consistently getting put in your face over and over again. Coach Reed, I know that you are a big fan of Mizzou and everything that Eli Drinkwitz has accomplished this season. What do you think about Mizzou facing Ohio State in the Cotton Bowl? Well, I think that the matchup is going to come down to a couple of things. Um, I don't know who's playing. Is Marvin Harrison going to play in the bowl game? I think that's a big decision that still has yet to be made. Obviously, Ohio State's starting quarterback is not going to be their plan. So they could potentially be shorthanded, which would make the University of Missouri the favorite. But I think that Mizzou is in rarefied air in terms of getting able to play in a Cotton Bowl after a 10-win season. I think it would definitely be a a huge momentum for their program to get a win over Ohio State. And it also helps with recruiting because Ohio State recruits a lot in St. Louis. It's a place they come to consistently to get kids. Four-star receiver at CBC, Jeremiah McClellan, is committed to Ohio State. It can help Mizzou tremendously in recruiting. If they find a way to beat Ohio State, even if they're shorthanded.
0: Hey, Carl, uh, Mizzou obviously is going to lose both Cody Schrader and Nate Pete. Do, do two-part question: Do they have a running back on the roster to replace those guys, and or is there a running back in the portal, or will there be a running back in the portal that could be a, a replacement for a guy like Schrader?
2: They are very, very excited about Jamal Roberts. A young guy um, came out of St. Mary's High School that has a bright future ahead of him, but they are definitely going to be in the transfer portal looking for an impact running back. You got to, at that level, you got to have two and maybe even three guys who can play. Cody Schrader, a guy who can play every down, is an anomaly carrier. Tell you, that's old school football where you got a three down back that plays every down. Um, He's very rare. You got to have some guys in there nowadays that can share the load.
0: It's always good to hear your voice, and it's great to hear your opinions, even though Kerry is kind of frowning yeah, about your opinions. Nah, right, I don't like it. He knows I don't like it. He knows I don't like his opinions.
1: We texted as soon as the, the, the Bama game was over. He's like, oh, Bama's in. I'm like, eh, the hell out of here. You know what you're talking about. And so then he texted me the next morning, I told you that Bama was in. Right. You don't have to text me in that mad- madness. The nonsense, man. <laughs> Listen, man.
2: Listen, I know that you're a Big Ten fanatic. You played in the big team. You had a great career there. A lot of people don't know for you, because he's not going to talk about himself. State champion in high school, Hazelwood Central. Big Ten champion at the University of Illinois. Super Bowl champion of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Was just a, a great player, great teammate, and has always been a great friend. But he is wrong about this. <laughs> you buttered, ah, it up yeah. and buttered him up for that. Ah. <laughs> he, is, he is wrong about this, no. But, um, you know, I, I, from a business standpoint, I, I talked to Coach Prime about this yesterday on, on my show. Um, they were, there was no way the SEC would be left out.
0: Yeah, at the end of the day, that's that, that's why we have the playoff is so that the SEC can show off. I mean, the SEC's won four in a row and seven out of nine, right? You, you can't leave the, the, the champion pretty much every year out of, out of the mix. You're exactly right, Carl.
2: And a $3 billion television rights deal with Disney. Yep. Come on, man.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Carl, thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. And if we don't speak to you before Christmas, happy holidays. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Carl Reed, who uh, was one of the great high school coaches in our area and now is a great analyst for CBS Sports